Welcome, I am your host, and this is the Unanswered Questions Podcast. Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of my new podcast, Unanswered Questions, where every week we will endeavour to discuss a mysterious unsolved case that has many lingering unanswered questions. So I hope you enjoy, and as always, leave me some feedback on what you think about the show, and rate it as well. Now on to the show. This week we'll be talking about Hell.com. So, Hell.com is an internet domain which has achieved a degree of notoriety due to its name and an intentionally mysterious website that existed there from August 1995 to 2009, which was created by the first registrant of the domain, artist Kenneth Aronson. The domain was sold by Aronson in 2009 to domain investor Rick Latona, who put it up for auction several times in 2010 with reserves of up to 1.5 million US dollars. Several versions of the Hell.com website were created during Aronson's ownership of the domain. All the designs in the areas generally available to the public were simple and sparse, but employed mysterious text, purposely difficult navigation and JavaScript tricks to create an intriguing experience that suggested something deeper and which appealed to curious visitors, hackers and others. The site was described as a very private and somewhat mysterious place for net artists to hang out and create web art, or net art as it was called in the late 1990s, without being directly visible to the grand public. A more jaundiced view was that Aronson had simply chanced upon an available domain and decided to use it for web art that provoked curiosity, entertainment and messed with the visitors' heads. There was certainly much speculation over the site's purpose, which was further fueled by Aronson's public statements. For example, in an interview with the New York Times in 1998, he suggested Hell.com was, and I quote, a vast creative project that exists in a secret online location, a private digital environment assembled over the past year by 50 new media artists who continue to collaborate on its chaotic shape and ever-changing content. The concept was to create the web as I'd like it to be, something that's fascinating, exciting, dangerous, interesting. A parallel web, end quote. A subdomain of Hell.com bat.hell.com stated, and I quote, Hell.com is a private parallel network of acknowledged visionaries with diverse skill sets working from 20 nations. Described as the bleeding edge of the web by the BBC, the project has been pushing the boundaries of the internet to discover new levels of human communication. It was summarized that Hell.com's members, at least partially, were creative designers specializing in creating sites like Hell.com, which were abstract, dark, intractable, and mysterious. At least four projects ran on Hell.com for example, Surface and HL2, where members anonymously collaborated in their creation. The end results were non-informative web pages like Hell.com's for people's viewing pleasure. I mean, for example, HL2 apparently took 90 minutes to explore. However, these creative projects seem to only be one facet of the larger Hell.com group. Now, Aronson also sold at Hell.com email addresses through the website as well. So now we're going to get into the layout of, of the website. So in 1994 to 19. Hell.com only displayed a warning that you were not invited and to go away. In 1996, Hell.com displayed a blank page with a single red link in the center called That. In the original design, the index page featured a random aphorism in the place of the logo. The aphorism took a visitor to the page that consisted of three links. They were No Access, which featured a black background with the Hell.com logo, a white circle with an arrow pointing down in its center, which linked to the disclaimer page. The writing stated that this is a parallel web. There is no web access. The waiting list is approximately 18 to 22 months. There were two further links, apply, which allowed the visitor to enter an email address to receive an email asking for payment, and don't, which closed the window. There was redemption, which contained a red link 
called Soul Redemption Program, and the link sent the visitor to the questions page, a flash page in which hundreds of questions flew towards the user through black space. Clicking on one of them provided an answer, which was a link to the left reading, yes, passed on to the payment page. So the payment page was a set of few pages whereby after several warnings that the payment is real, the user could fill out a form to donate for a range of amounts and options from $10 to $10,000, and which was later changed to $2,200 or $2,000. There was also search. So search was added on February 8th of 2006. This link led to the search page. Now the search page contained a seemingly normal Google search box. However, certain keywords typed into the box took the user to other pages and some of the known keywords were redemption, which linked to the questions page, hell, which linked to the links page, and answer. Now this link first led to a picture of a bald naked woman falling through darkness. Soon after that, the link sent the user to a sister site called Sijin nor.com. It was mostly in the same format of hell.com and acted as a portfolio for Kenneth Aronson. The portfolio described Aronson as, and I quote, a conceptual artist who uses photography as part of his process. His digital work has been featured at the Brooklyn Academy of Music, the Absolute LA International, Robert Berman Gallery, Montreal International Film Festival, as well as exhibitions in the UK, France, Italy, Spain, Korea, and Mexico. End quote. According to Aronson's personal site, he is the CEO founder of this parallel network slash hell.com, which is considered the enigma of the web, further backing up the notion that hell.com is net art. In 2010, hell.com featured the original logo, which led to similar page with the seemingly holographic logo coded in flash and random red dots that played tones when overshaded with the mouse. At the bottom of this page was a login feature to the site that included a redirect to the hell.com search page if the user either incorrectly inputted a login ID or simply waited too long. In 2011, the domain is disabled with a blank white screen with no detachable links. Later in 2011, this web ID redirects one to the Gospel Media Network, which is a Christian religious site. Now we come to the subdomain, which was bat.hell.com. So bat, B-A-T, was described as the creative think tank of hell.com. It claimed to excel in simple, effective solutions, alternative perspectives, and extreme ideas. As well, under the title Invisible, BAT stated that it worked confidentially as a mercenary resource, apparently for leading advertising communications and technology companies. On Aronson's portfolio's cultural page, there was an interesting little link that led to a site that had been made under the link hell.com, which was labeled as overviews. So in May 2006, the layout of hell.com's index page had similarities to final.orgs. They both take on the same structure of word layouts and both share a white background. Moreover, the logo fill of hell.com is hosted at final.org, which can be seen if one uses the view source option of one's browser. Now we come to some of the art events that were hosted on Hell.com. So Hell.com hosted four art events under Aronson. They were Surface, which opened on January 1st of 1999 and closed on January 26th of 1999. It was Hell.com's first event and was described as a self-contained immersive experience of selected content from the project's parallel web, a presentation of the collaborative works by 17 members of the Held project. During the first 48 hours of its release, 010010 
0111 downloaded the site's files and created a copy as an anti-copyright. Then there was Skin on Skin on Skin on Skin. This opened in September of 1999 and this event is a network installation by Aria Harvey or Entropy 8 and Michael Salmon, Zupa. The site had a pay-per-view entry costing 8 euros for 5 days on access and 100 euros for a lifetime access. There was Chaos which released in November 2000 and Gateway which opened in 2002. The Gateway was an experimental chat project that stopped working in November 2006. The experimental chat as I understand it was developed by various net artists and programmers among them the artists behind 8081.com and medialounge.org. The chat itself involved a type of console by which the user apparently linked to the hell.com parallel web. They were able to access a number of flash animations by typing certain words on a gray bar located on the upper left corner of the screen. The animations differed depending on which keyword was typed in. For example, S-E-B-A, L-U-C-A, and A-N-T-O, which are the names of the artists of 8081.com. Global Halo hosted part of this project and used similar flash animations as background. It also revealed the story about the small community of regular guests that was once formed in Final.org. Now, the site has had some alterations over the years, so the site's standard set of pages occasionally became inaccessible to be replaced with a different, usually one-paged front end. For instance, around April 2006, the site underwent a massive change. The front page presented a selection of links which directed to various similar-looking pages filled with adverts and news. It was possible to navigate to the chat zone directly from the site. As of June 2006, the plus sign at the bottom of the index page directed to final.org from which can be accessed the chat zone. As of August 2006, accessing the front page produced a non-linked random aphorism. As of October 2008, accessing hell.com led to a page with flying questions and answers. As of January 2010, hell.com was a blank white page and read in the middle of the page no access when moving the cursor just above no access. The screen turned black except for a white arrow pointing down. Down. If the arrow was clicked, it directed to another screen, also showing a white arrow with frightening music. Under the white arrow was 25341. If this was clicked, it directed to Google. As of August 2010, Hell.com seemed to only feature a single homepage containing a very large photograph of Sarah Palin with yellow eyes. In tiny text in the bottom left corner of the page was the statement, and I quote, Everything that you really want exists here. Hell.com is the destination of desire, the home of temptation. Without desire, there is no hope, and without temptation, there is no passion. End quote. As of the 28th of October 2010, the main page contained a black circular puzzle image on a red background with animated red mist. If the user navigated to hell.com slash members, it directed to the login page. If the user cancelled or failed the login, a black page with a search field in the center was displayed. If the user keyed anything in or nothing, they were redirected to a custom Google search page with an image linked at the top to lyqid.com, which displayed the letters lyqid on a black background with a similar green mist as on the hell.com page. As of December 20th of 2010, hell.com's website shows domain disabled in the title and a blank page. As of September 21, 2011, Hell.com's website redirects to thegospelmedianetwork.com. As of January 9th, 2012, Hell.com's website shows domain disabled in the title and a blank page again, as prior to the redirection mentioned in the previous point. The NS servers for Hell.com and Heaven.com are identical, and since Heaven.com redirects to the Gospel Media Network, it is likely the Gospel Media Network still owns the domain. Now, sometime in 1997, the website 010 
0101 acquired the webpage code of hell.com during the first 48 hours of one of its events and created a similar one as a digital monument to the principles upon which the internet runs and an anti-copyright. The belief that information must be free, explained at the time by Renato, 01001011101010101.org spokesperson. It is a tribute to the way in which a very good computer or a valid program works. Binary numbers move in accordance with the most logic, direct, and necessary way to do their complex function. What is a computer if not something that benefits by the free flow of information? Copyright is boring. About two hours later, after the acquired code was made into a separate site, an email from hell.com was sent to 01001011101101.org in response, as well as accusing them of stealing work of hell.com's members. It read in, and I quote, cute. Please immediately remove this material from your server. You are in violation of international copyright laws, which are clearly posted in the copyright information contained in our source code. Also of note, it appears as though you have violated the copyrights of quite a few of our members individually. On behalf of these individuals, we request that you also remove these materials from your server as well. In reaction to the question, so what was the idea behind taking this site and to access a formally closed system that was open only to a self-proclaimed elite and make it accessible to everybody? Zero one zero 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 one zero one 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 zero one zero one one zero one dot org answered that the feeling that hell.com was exactly the opposite of what we think the web could and should be but this is not really our own idea in an interview aronson stated that anyone can spin this any way they want but in the final analysis it is just simple theft it's a publicity stunt to create awareness for a bunch of people who have no apparent talents end quote despite the fact that hell.com has threatened legal proceedings for copyright violations the event is still readily available Available at 01001 has not removed the pages from their site. Now, in April of 2000, Aronson attempted to sell Hell.com in an auction with an $8 million reserve bid, but decided against it. In an interview with Domenico Contera of the magazine Cluster, Aronson stated that having the most visible address is negative for us, but has a large value, which could be exchanged for resources to help further the goals of the project. Then, to explain the first sale, he announced that he held off announcing the sale. During this time, the dot-com crash happened, and what was worth $8 million became became saleable at only a couple of millions, so I decided to wait until the market recovered. End quote. Then on the 27th of October 2006, it was reported in the Wall Street Journal that the Hell.com domain name would be sold that day in a live auction by the domain company Monica. A $1 million reserve bid was placed, and Kenneth Aronson announced that the proceeds would be used to benefit the Hell.com community. However, CNN Money announced that Hell.com was not bought by any of the bidders, even though Aronson said that branding experts said the name is recognized more than Coca-Cola. Hell.com was sold in November 2009 to domain investor Rick Latona. As of August 2015, Hell.com has been replaced with a placeholder website and a drop-down bar saying the site is available for rental purchase. With that... This case remains open, but with many unanswered questions, it still remain unanswered. I'm your host, and this has been the Unanswered Questions Podcast. Until next time, next on Unanswered Questions. Since 1976, the small town of Circleville, Ohio has been plagued by a mystery that is yet to be solved. A series of anonymous letters sent to Circleville residents claiming to know their deepest, darkest secrets and threatening to expose them to the town. These letters sent shockwaves through the town and ignited a series of events that would result in accusations of murder, adultery and other bizarre happenings. <laughs>